There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is Babe. Babe. Um, Hi again, and welcome hi. to Babe. Welcome to Babe. Um, we're at my apartment again because we have a guest. Yeah, it's um, really exciting. Super exciting. Um, so yeah, we're we're still doing guests. Mm-hmm. You fear know, not. Fear not. <laughs> because I, I we took to a do... little bit of a break from a guest journey, and then now we're back <laughs> on a guest journey. And I would like to do them all the time. Ryan wants a guest every single They're week. So it's so easy because you honestly don't have to do the heavy lifting. You can just be like, "Hey, what's your story?" And be like, <laughs> I still am really <laughs> unclear on what heavy lifting you're doing on this podcast. It's called being on. <laughs> it's a job. I'm I'm on right now. I'm tired. <laughs> it's so like it's tired. so much less work. It's so much less work. It's also just like fun talking to like new people. No, it's fun talking to new people. Yeah. I like spicing it up every once in a while. Yeah. I think like once a month. Yeah. Maybe twice. Well, you're like more <laughs> so twice because we have another guest. Oh, yeah. We have another guest next week, too. We have good ones. We yeah. have good ones coming up. No, good, um, really good ones. Yeah. Our guest, our only guest rule is no straight guys. Yeah. No, no, no straight We'll never white find guys. no straight white guys. Yeah. Never. But no, because, stra- because I thought there, no straight like, I feel guys. Like a version of like a straight guy, white guy is like babing out is like I didn't get into Princeton. Like I feel like like that's not. <laughs> I just I don't. feel like like it's just like I don't care. Like like to hear them talk about like the time they've been crazy and like been nuts. I'm like I don't like literally know. There are a like, lot of people that care about their struggles, and we're Ooh. not we're not one of them. Oh yeah, like the world cares. I don't think the world cares that much anymore. Well, not anymore, but like historically, it has. Yeah. So they've had enough attention. Why do they need ours? You That's know? how I'm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we have a guest. <laughs> And Ryan's been having a babe of a week. What are you talking about? You've been babing this week. No. I have. I, I need to blow I the lid. Been, I think you've been babing out too. I'm going to say it right okay, here. Okay, fine. But you have me first. Out. Fine. <laughs> I need to blow the lid off of a tweet that Ryan sent out. That oh, yeah. Was like I, I'm open. No, I'll come out. No, I don't moment. care. I'll come out about this. I don't fucking care. Okay, so give the readers. <laughs> Bring it. Give the readers the context. <laughs> so. So, okay, shut up. Hold no, on. Okay, Stop so we it. had a real babe dinner. I cooked dinner for Ryan on Sunday, made a delicious You cooked up drama is what you cooked no, up. No, you cooked up drama, and I had to sit and watch you and Jonathan get in a full-blown fight. It was like full-blown Virginia Woolf. It was like... It was... <laughs> It devolved into utter insanity. I've never, and I've truly never seen you become unhinged in that way. Like you're always like pretty much unhinged, but like in a fun way. This was in like a scary way. Well, I felt like I wasn't being heard, which is, (laughs) and we all know what happens when When I don't get heard. We all have to suffer. Yeah, there's drama. When I don't get heard, bring your headphones. So I cooked. (laughs) I cooked dinner and. 
we sit and while I'm cooking, Jonathan tells me about this tweet that Ryan sent. Oh out. yeah. And this, is this fun, was the this first moment of like me being like, babe. I don't really do this. This is like the, this, what I, what I did. I'm, no, listen, what I did was cause you know me, you know, my output. I thought a, I did. You know, my output as a creator. <laughs> I thought I did. You know, my content. No, you know, everything. my content, you know, you know, I am for real. I am like an authentic individual. So I guess Jonathan's been trying to get Ryan to watch wild, wild country. And Ryan has hissed a la Courtney love and been like, no. And well, like, that's not true. We watched the first episode and I went night, night. I, I honestly like always fall asleep when we watch a TV show. It, and honestly, and it breaks my heart because sometimes I really want to watch the show, <laughs> and breaks, I'm like, and it's it no, it does, and I just fall asleep, and yeah. I feel so sad about it because I'm like, well, that will never happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to watch something at 2 p.m. Otherwise, I'm gonna be like unconch like immediately. Yeah, and it's fucked up. It ain't right, but it's real. So you fell asleep after watching one episode, and then half I guess, an episode. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan proceeded to watch and is like a show that he's passionate sure. about and loves. Yeah, so then. <laughs> Ryan takes to Twitter. Stop. Do you have the tweet? I need to find it. Oh, well. Did you, you delete it? No, of course not. That I'm, being, I'm been... being authentic. I'm being authentic. Honey, and I'm, someone's I'm, trying to walk it back. No, I'm not walking it back. I own what I said. So, I own it. I own it. You know? Jonathan's like cruising Ryan's Twitter and he sees this tweet from one Ryan O'Connell where Ryan says, let's find it exactly. Cause I really am just so desperate. Oh, great. To... Super exciting. This is kind of humiliating on a very, <laughs> you like, need to be called this out is, for this. This is, because like, this is, not like a, okay. this is a low level humiliation. I mean, there's definitely higher ones, but it's, it's low, but it's annoying. I get it. Um, Go ahead. Put me to the fire. <laughs> where is it? Oh, oh okay. Here oh. it is on April 10th. <laughs> I'd rather watch my boyfriend cheat, get gonorrhea of the throat, and transmit it to me than watch an episode of Wild Wild Country without me. Not true. I don't want to watch it. So that was a lie. So you... That was me trying to be part of the zeitgeist, and it really backfired. I have a lot of questions because yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know that I don't do we that. follow you on Twitter. Like, yeah. the, <laughs> I mean, I well, wouldn't have flagged honestly, that. I, this this might the- shock you, but I just didn't think that much about it. I thought what 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 happened was I was on the phone with Carly getting interviewed for her new vote column, and basically she was like, like we were talking about how being in love makes you basic, and I was like, yeah, like literally eighty percent of it is just like watching a TV show together. Like literally, it's just like, what are we watching tonight, babe? And it's like literally World War Three if you like can't decide. And I was like, I literally like at this point because there was one show that we watched, which I can't remember where he. Or me, probably me, went ahead and watched some things out. And it yeah, was like, it was a huge drama. betrayal. It was a huge betrayal. And I think that's hilarious and pathetic. So like, so like, I literally was like, oh my God, yeah, at this point, I would rather my boyfriend cheat on me, give me gonorrhea the throat, than watch, you know. And I just thought, what is the new hot zeitgeisty show? Wild, and I said, Wild Wild Country, like just whatever. And then I was like, oh, that's funny. And I'll just tweet it. I mean, it's actually really embarrassing when you reveal the thought process behind a stupid tweet. And I'm being, I'm so, so you've been publicly shamed. That, uh, okay. So you've been, now I feel like Justine Sacco and I just got off the plane in Africa and I have come to a cruel wake up And call. I'm here to tell you yeah. you're fired. Yeah. Now I'm fired from life. I know. I know. Oh God, I, I, loved, I love that by the way. Truly, Wait, you're on. not, that's not like your vibe. No, though. I never do that. It's so out of character because I'm seriously so real. And when Ryan, when Jonathan, said that 
I had a bone chill that started at my feet, radiated through no, my wrong. entire body. It's wrong. And it's wrong. Like I felt it in my skull and I was just like, what is life? And then the dinner proceeded it to just worse. like it got worse. <laughs> and then Ryan It was like the Real House of Beverly Hills dinner with Alison Dubois. It was. They it brought was over bad. two it bottles of wine. No, we they, brought over like three and no, Jonathan you brought over drank two, two and I had half oh, you had, left. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I had drank like two of them. I had a glass and a half of wine, and then Ryan and Jonathan proceeded to just house the rest. And then uh, mostly Jonathan, I have to say, mostly Jonathan. But we're having a nice dinner, just enjoying life. And then Ryan starts talking about wanting a dog, which is something that he's talked about openly before, and it's like totally fine and normal. And like I support the dog, and like it's all good. But then somehow Ryan gets into a fight with Jonathan out of nowhere about getting the dog and Ryan sure. was like I want a dog and then Jonathan was like I don't I don't want a dog right now like my career is not really in the place where I want to have a dog and like, like blah blah you blah you don't need a good career I mean honestly actually Tracy our guest um, will be actually amazing to kind of chime in because you yeah, got a dog this is a good 20, time no listen you got a dog at because I know I know you and or maybe I just I, you, she wrote this story called A Tale of Two Bitches on your Tumblr that truly is like one of my favorite pieces of writing ever I okay, think it's amazing let's introduce the guest oh sorry though. oh my god we're, we're really bad at this <laughs> today's we're guest we is... got an email about that once where oh, someone really? was like can you please introduce the guest <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm here to tell you i heard your feedback and the answer is yes we'll introduce the guest okay, okay. this is uh tracy egan morrissey um she's basically iconic to me i mean she is one of no i'm serious <laughs> She's like you're. Just a, yeah, that's it. You're an yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> iconic to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she's an OG at Bust and then Jezebel, and she founded Broadly, and mm-hmm. now she's at Viceland. I mean, she's just she's doing it. Things are happening. Things mm-hmm. are happening. Mm-hmm. Things are happening. So, like, actually, you're actually really good to talk to about this dog thing because you got one when you were 24, right? Yeah, I was young. I was yeah. young. I was a young. You were young, and like you and talk, single. You talk about how having this dog kind of forced you to grow up and blah, blah, blah. It was a very touching story. Okay. It was. So to take it back to Ryan's meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, the whole idea of a career, that's why I get frustrated because like you didn't really have a career when you had, when you first started. But you wanted a dog. At the time. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, I hey, I really want this. And like, yeah. y- it wasn't like you went through questions of like, can I afford this? Or can I really do this? Or am I emotionally ready? You're just like, I want a dog. I've like never, I didn't even think about having a kid like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> <laughs> like I got a dog when I was 20 and then I didn't think about any of that stuff. And then six months later I gave the dog away. To but like also a you have couple. a history of returning pets. <laughs> you? Well, yes, but let's, uh, this is Ryan also trying to deflect right now so she returned gonna, her cat after like five years i didn't five return years. i rehomed well, you, you her. her yeah you pulled alina dunham and you rehomed <laughs> i rehomed and she lives in mar vista now and, and to be chill. fair she really was a demon cat she i've was. never seen anything like it before she was possessed it yeah. was a lot if she you was- have if you're angry about it like take it somewhere else because I really don't need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The outrage over her like rehoming her dog, I was like, he sounded like a fucking piece of work. Who yeah, cares? he sounds like I a fucking like, asshole. Yeah, it was no. nice like, that she rehomed him yeah. and didn't put him down. Oh, please. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. But people get like really crazy about animals and like, <sighs> I get it, but I'm also like, shut up. So... <laughs> That's me without everything. I get it, but shut up. That's like my tagline. 
I'm, like, wait, that's, uh, that's a good name for a podcast, by the way. I get it, but shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Ryan starts talking about wanting a dog, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, then we just ask the question, like, how, like, what about when you're shooting when what about what happens when you have a lot of work to be done like who what's going to happen with the dog like blah 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 just like logistically kind of work, though like but just having to going like, on like, location no like, like yeah like when like i being when in a writer's room or being, room, or being out of the house all day dog i know i know yeah. dog and then he's yeah. like, i have a lot of that yeah and so he's like well i'll handle it blah 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 so yeah. then it's like okay it's solved and then jonathan's like well i don't really feel like i'm in a place where i really want a dog and then ryan was like and then I, I kind of interjected and I was like, you know, Ryan, like you brought this up before, but like maybe like if you really want a dog, like it can be your dog and like you can take care of it and that's chill and it can live in mm-hmm. there. And Ryan goes, no, no, I don't know. I do not want a dog by myself. I want to raise, a, I want to take care of something outside of myself and be unselfish and selfless for once in my life. And I need to do it with a partner. This is a partnership and I need a partner to have a dog with me and I need you to Which have I it. still feel. And then Jonathan was like, okay, but I'm just not ready. Like maybe, and, and Ryan goes, well, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be ready. You're always never going to be ready to have a dog. Years from now, you're never going to. And it just and this fight at this intensity lasted for thirty minutes. Because Ryan, because we were going around in circles, and I wasn't hearing him. I'll admit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I wasn't hearing. I can admit when I'm wrong. That's how. By the way, that's how a relationship works. (laughs) Like literally, like you you have to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Otherwise, the relationship is like going to be apart. It's on borrowed time. Yeah. 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 So we always, we never go to bed angry. That's no, like a and it was, move. it all got, it, it never got to like a scary no. place or like It wasn't a, like, fuck you. Like it wasn't like, no, it, wasn't it never like, got to like a prostitution whore. Place. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't, it yeah. was just like, <laughs> it was just like Ryan truly being a psycho in a way that I've never witnessed before. Like yeah. That. Sometimes like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like when you're in a fight, it just, um, you're on a merry-go-round that you just can't get off, but you're seeing the same thing over and over again. You're just going around and around and around, and you're just like you like get dizzy and you like lose the plot. Like I like I lose the plot frequently when I'm fighting. Uh, the plot I'm, was I'm, I'm literally like, locked. what are we even talking about? I literally get confused. I'm just I like, lock in. I feel like I lock in. <laughs> you're like hone, hone in like a laser. <laughs> oh, I'll hone until focus. Got that Adderall focus. I'm yeah. gonna win this fucking fight. <laughs> I'm usually like a last word person in a fight. (laughs) For sure. I feel like I I was really intense and I wasn't hearing him. So I'm sorry. So as your friend, I've been through a lot this week. Yeah, but okay. (laughs) As a result of seeing not only that meltdown, but then you come into my apartment the next day, first thing in the morning and be announcing that you're like moving to Atwater Village, which is not true. You only just... Oh, so wait, you're not moving? No, no. so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> keep up. <laughs> it's not confusing at all. Um, no, um, we, I am, I got a realtor and I'm meeting with a mortgage lender guy. I'm getting pre-approved for all that stuff. And so I'm going to house openings, Fun. but the market right now is so severe. Today we saw this beautiful, like small bungalow house in Atwater Village, which like when I moved to LA five years ago, Atwater Village was like TBD, but now there's like 20 artisanal like coffee shops and it's like hmm. popping. But anyway, so we we go to the house and we've been told that the market now is very, very competitive. And um, we were the first people to see it. 
literally an hour later, we are like, oh, they, they already got an offer and it's $100,000 over asking price. And yeah. I'm just like, oh my God. I've been, I've told, I've been told stories that basically everything like now. New York stuff. Kind of, it is. Yeah. I've been told that everything now is going for like $100,000 over asking price, which I did not know. I thought that you could always barter. I mean, I always thought that you could, <laughs> you could get the price a little bit down. Well, yeah, no. but if it's like competitive. Not in this, not in this market. And yeah. so I'm kind of just like, it's depressing. It was like the first time like we loved it and then it was just gone 20 minutes later. It was like so surreal, like being like falling in love with a house and then being like, it's nanners. It's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I think it's the time of year. I think spring is when everyone sells their house for the most part. I bet. So I bet. Do but, it like around December. But you also bought a house. I mean, you're actually like an adult. You got a dog and then yeah. you like. You then I gave her away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my parents because she bites and yeah. I was having a baby so it wasn't yeah. but I had her for like eight years yeah no that's a long time is she still alive no she just died this oh. summer I oh. have her ashes oh, oh my name. god Edie Edie, oh. Edie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, such a, I'm such a creep I'm gonna anyways <laughs> all the facts in her life I do she had a she had a she had a troubling personality but like I like but, but she had a personality oh she wasn't it sounded like, like she yeah. did yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was well, that like she really took to you and then she took to no one else yeah no one yeah. she oh. likes my mom well she well she's dead she liked my mom <laughs> but you, um how was it when she passed away was it surreal or were it like, like like it was awful because she was starting to get sick and my parents called me and they told me and i was like i called my dad and he took her to the vet because she had like a seizure and i was mm-hmm. like i mean she was fucking old like i got yeah. her i got her the day that janet jackson exposed her nipple on the super bowl <laughs> uh, like wow. i will always remember that day because i got so well janet <laughs> i remember that yeah. day so well janet she, she's forced to never forget <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like uh, that was like a really long time ago and she was like one when i got her so I, she was like a million in right. dog years. So I was like, dad, you know, if you're going to put her down this week, just let me know and I'll come down and I'll, I'll do it with you. Yeah. And he was like, no, it's going to be fine. Cause he like is like, he likes to avoid and he's right. like, it, he doesn't want to confront anything. Right. And so then I was like, you know, cause I'm going camping this week. It was just like a new turn of events for me as I went camping recently or last Wait, summer twice. You went camping. Yeah. Like, like what do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like in nature, with like ten. three. I, I went camping three times. It's Wait, like my new thing. Like I went camping times, twice like last year too, and it's, I'm going camping this weekend. It's kind Wait, of what? fun. It's really Wait, fun. Wait, yeah. Where do you go camping? Once I well, once I did glamping, which right. is great. I, I had yeah. like furniture and totally. heat and air conditioning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a canvas tent. Like I was in a beautiful house in the mountains, and a cabins, <laughs> but it was restful. But I was um, in a forest. <laughs> so I was like camping. sheepskin thread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was in Montana on a dude ranch. Oh, she. And then I went to an like a you can rent these little islands that are just tiny islands, like maybe as big as this courtyard or a little bit bigger. Um, I think it's like Vermont or upstate New York, wherever they meet in some oh, kind of lake. Okay, and you have to take a boat to get there, like two hours. And so uh-huh. I did that with my friends. Cute. Oh, nice. And then uh, I took Una camping at Knobles, which is like this super trashy Poconos place. It's like Ooh. trash from Philly. Did she love it? Yes. Yeah, I love it. I still love it. Oh my god, I I grew up camping a lot. I mean, that's kind of what 
I guess like my parents grew up like we didn't have a lot of money, so they were just like, "We're going camping again," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Great!" <laughs> I was like, "No worries." <laughs> I feel and like it's expensive to buy stuff to do it. Not when you grow up in like Ventura, California. Like oh, you can just oh, go like you nice can out. blink and you're just like there for a dollar. <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> like, it ain't glamping. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're the like glamping was kind of expensive. You're, you're like, <laughs> why does the person next to us have no teeth, and why is he smoking out of crack pipe? Like it's not <laughs> like it was. Not chic, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I wasn't really an outdoor kid, so <laughs> it was really triggering for me to be forced to move. <laughs> I I was never like an outdoorsy person until last yeah. summer, but I feel like mushrooms have helped me. I mean, I've done okay. mushrooms like plenty before, but like yeah. doing like doing that, but in the wilderness, yeah. made me really like it. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the way that you're supposed to take it. Maybe I don't know, but you could take it anywhere. Yeah, in outdoors in nature has always been a successful mushroom journey for me. Yes, indoors never. No, <laughs> really. Yeah, why would I want to be like tripping out in my apartment? Yeah, but wait. So what? But I've just had a challenging week with your behavior <laughs> and the house thing. Okay, yeah, a lot. Well, yeah, I'm ready to buy a fucking house. <laughs> I know, but it was like I realized too. I was like, wait, oh so my god, you know, but. I thought you meant like you're moving like in a month. No, no. he came. He came in to be but like you know how I'm moving. Is. Like when, if you get if you find a place, you're you get, get it. it. Yeah, yeah. you're and in. You're in. Yeah. So I can move. By the way, like I've told my realtor that I love it here very much, mm-hmm. and I'm in no rush. Okay. Good. So so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm truly like. So I'm not gonna go. I mean, unless I mean, and also by the way, if every place <laughs> I go to in Atwater Village is like gonna get bought Snoop for over a hundred thousand dollars of asking price which by the way it's already because the market's high it's already overpriced so it's what's like, atwater village where is oh, atwater is like it's next like, door to los Feliz. yeah, okay. yeah. and like glendale kind it's of. really cute it's okay. between I, I fucking hate glendale it's not glendale i like them all it's not it's glendale. by glendale i truly hate glendale okay wait so to talk about you for a second tracy um let's see okay so to give our uh viewers or readers uh some history um, you had a blog called One D at a Time, which do you even like? Does that feel like twenty thousand years ago? Yes. I'm sure it does. Yeah, right? and it was though. It was. I mean, like <laughs> I was so young. Then. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like I feel like internet years are because I'm you know having worked for the internet. I feel like internet years feel so much longer. Yes. Like I worked at Thought Catalog for three years and it felt like ten. So much happened yeah. every day. Every day. I switching to development from being on the internet for so long. Development for TV. I was like why aren't we doing any fucking work? Like every day I was like, aren't we going to do something? Uh, yeah, like, no, totally. <laughs> I'm sitting around. It's a whole different pace. It's yeah. a way different pace. Cause like, I didn't get it at no. first. I was like, oh my God, I'm awful at this. Yeah. Like I can't get anything done. Well, but cause that's just a, the, that's just the mode. Yeah. Like in, in a traditional office, I feel like your job is like, emails and then like meetings and then yeah. meetings about meetings and the emails some more and then whatever following up yeah, yeah. yeah. following up closing the back. loop yeah. closing that goddamn loop <laughs> circling back bob um left word left word you know um but i feel like the internet it's such a breakneck i mean i honestly feel like if you can work and survive in the internet you can work pretty much anywhere because it is such an intense environment um so yeah so anyway you had one day at a time and i remember reading it when i was um like after college or something and being like, honestly, it was a light bulb moment for me as a writer because I was like, wait, 
you can just be funny and like write how you talk. And that like blew my mind. I was like, cause I thought like going to like creative writing cl- like class, you had to like write about like desert roads and like freeways <laughs> and like some sad like little girl <laughs> in the so attic. Boring. Like I just like felt like you had to write like short stories or novels or whatever. And then I just read your blog, which was about your like sex ploits, and you just were like truly lol. And I was like, wait, I just want to write about this. Like I was like, this is fun. I was like, wow. And it's like, you also write. How you talk, how you write IRL, which I think some people don't. And that's, you do, you for sure do. Oh, I for sure do. Yeah. Which is like, it's interesting because I feel like that it's, it's easy, but it's also hard because it's like, it's a certain kind of perfection of just, you know, making whatever. Anyway, it's not like you're just transcribing what you're saying, you're putting thoughts together. But anyway, I just remember reading it and being like, oh my God, this is like what writing can be. And then, oh my God. Yeah. No, it was, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a big deal. And then did you know that I interned at Jezebel? When? I know. It's so weird. I interned remotely. I must. Oh, okay. Cause, but I work. I mean, I never would go to the office ever. Oh, right. Ever, I, just, ever. I just worked from home. And I was just like, I would just like, I would. Wait, you were the boy intern? Yeah. For a month. And I went to Europe. <laughs> were you there at the same was time? It, yeah, did you, Mo was. hire you? No, Anna hired me. But did you do stuff with Mo? No. Or was it after Mo? It was after Mo, but oh, Anna, Anna okay. Holmes hired me. Okay, yeah. We had a boy intern that like Mo brought into the fold and it was okay. like, it went terribly. I actually forget the whole story, <laughs> but it was like a really, I was like, oh my God, that was you. But no, that wasn't. I'm so glad that that was not you. Lol. Yeah, that was not me. <laughs> I worked, I seriously worked for like six weeks and then, but I like, and then I told Anna, I was like, I gotta go to Europe. What do you even, <laughs> how did, how did we even have interns then? Like, what did you do? I there, I basically I I took the, the news items for Dirtbag and I just like would like write annotations of like this is what this article is about okay. and I was so bored but I would write really funny annotations and Anna Holmes would be like lolling I mean like being like oh well, good. you know and she'd be like this is really funny and I'm like thank you <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like 22 you know what I mean I was just like I didn't know what I was doing and then I had to go to Europe so it was like fine you just had to go to Europe <laughs> I had to go to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe I can. And I told Anna, I was like, maybe I can work from Jezebel in Europe. And she's like, no. Wait, why couldn't you? You were working remote. You didn't even have to tell her you were going anywhere. You actually would have been ahead on the clock. I know. She would have been like, wow, he's so early with it. (laughs) It's true. It's true. But do you do you ever miss? Because you've you've really transitioned out of writing about personal stuff. Do you ever miss that stuff at all? Um, I. I've transitioned out of writing on the internet. Yeah. I like have, I write. Yeah. But I've not published anything, but I'm like just writing when things happen. Yeah. So that I can use it later. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're like, you're keeping your own little journal. Yes. Love well, not that. like a, it's, yeah. I'm but just it's like, like recording. You're keeping notes. Yeah. I'm, I am actually. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. No, I've actually really thought about that, keeping notes, and then I get lazy. Like, things will happen to me where I'm like, that's insane, and I need to use that for some future tell-all. Yeah, then... no. Keep notes in your notes. I on know. your phone, you can organize it. Yeah. <clears throat> I need to do Wait, that. Wait, how do you organize? Just My... like in your, like, in your notes section? Do you have like a special technique, or you just are writing everything down? No, I have notes that are for work, and then I have notes that are like lists mm-hmm. of things I have to buy, which I also save. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good idea. I love lists. Like, I have lots and of I lists. love going back to lists and like, yeah, when I it's look a at good this check-in stuff, like, process. Why did I need this? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, like garlic and rope. 
or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? I don't, I don't um, know. <laughs> killing vampires. And then I have like uh, like work ideas. Yeah. And then I have like things that I mean, you know, I to be quite honest, like just shit that happens at Vice that like yeah. I'm like people would never believe this. Yeah. And well, so that's I'm feel, just like writing it down. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel in meetings and in writers' rooms. Like there are interactions that happen that I'm just like chilled to the bone about. And I'm like, <laughs> it's actually truly, truly lol. And I'm like, but also like you can't talk about it. Like you just truly can. I mean, if you if you ever came out with like just gotta stories, save it for later. Yeah, yeah. Save it for some date when I'm like, you know, when I when Hollywood won't hire me anymore. And I'm yeah. like, well, Time for my, you know, journey into the tell-all. <laughs> yeah, no, do it. Yeah, you have to. But Take notes. I feel like you know you spent. You've definitely like the 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 concept of babe is obviously yeah people bathing out and <laughs> like I feel like I feel like I you know I said this to you before like you are an expert of turning a babe into a babe and I feel like when you talk because you owned all your shit you were like here's what I'm doing like law <laughs> and I feel like that was like really refreshing and also kind of revolutionary because in that time in the internet you just didn't give a fuck and I think that was like very empowering for people to to read right and it probably pissed people off as well oh god I, yeah I always wonder if I would hate myself now like if like you read back then yeah, yeah. yeah if you read back do you have like archives of your blog mm, no I mean, probably, but I wasn't good about that. Yeah. Have, you, I, have you ever read it? Like, you've never read, like, like have you gone back through? No, not in yeah. so long. I mean, not, God, probably like 10 years or something. Yeah. Wow. I, don't know. I, uh, I, I did, you know, so babe.net. I don't know. Is that like a, is that a sticking point? Is that like a, <laughs> I know, is that a pain point for you guys? No. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't no, think... no. Babe.net is actually a perfect tie-in because everything they publish is a babe yeah so it's actually truly, they're babing out yeah they're they babing out yeah. basically yeah, totally. every other babe aside from our babe is yeah. a babe yeah or a, just a babe <laughs> dot right. dot dot right intervention style yeah. but yeah. we're like the good we're the babe <laughs> yeah remember when one of the girls from babe like one of the editors i don't even or maybe it was the writer of the aziz ansari thing uh-huh was like she she like wrote an email or something to Ashley Banfield and it was like so mean and I was like I like her I like her spice oh, yeah when she like she wrote like the letter like eviscerating yes I was like I totally would have done something like that like so ill advised yeah no it's also ill advised it's so sad because that's the thing like you like know, just like react you know having been on the internet for so long like <laughs> sacrificial lambs like literally like and people are just like sure share your story about how Aziz and sorry ordered red instead of white wine and how that made you feel <laughs> like go ahead you know they, what i mean they just it's, so mishandled that whole it's so, story but it's gross and it's like predatory i mean it's it's i mean obviously aziz was fucking disgusting and that whole story is a like fucking tbd but, but i it, also yeah i still kind of think that like it, it was they they handled it really in like a really terrible way and like uh, they only have like two girls that are like 24 that work there, but right. there's this like other side. <laughs> like, wait, who even works there? I looked them up. I found yeah. them on LinkedIn, and I. <laughs> like, you are truly like a really good investigative. No, reporter. I really am. Yeah. No, I, like... Tracy, you really are. Like, like when it comes to reality stuff, like, like I, you know everything. I like. It's I kind just, of I can find out about like 
you know, tax liens and you know all. I feel like you're just I like a lawyer at this point to go into it yeah. and then just not even use it. Just have that knowledge. <laughs> you just want to know. I do. I really just yeah. want to know. I don't even care. <laughs> that's about, why like, you're a perfect journalist. You're curious. <laughs> you're curious. <laughs> um, no, the the Babe Girls. I kept seeing interviews, and it was like after that article blew up, and yeah. everyone, the guy in the interview, it was a guy who kept being interviewed, who like was from the parent company or the parent blog, which I'd never heard of. I yeah. don't even remember what they were called. And then I was, so I did a tweet that was like, um, you know, if, if like, if there are any girls who, are there any girls that work at babe or whatever and then they were like two girls were like i do <laughs> like Wait. went on their linkedin one is just wearing i don't know if she's changed her picture but she was just wearing a bra no on her linkedin oh my we god got an email from someone this week that was like oh, nominating yeah. a babe of the week or so, a tweet or something that had a guy just a shirtless like hot guy yeah. That was his LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn. Which is definitely a move yeah. you could take. One yeah. could take. Yeah. But like, I was like, so then I responded to both of them and I was like, listen, <laughs> I was like, if you are really the people who have done this story or whatever, I was like, um, stop letting a man take all the credit for your work. Everybody knows what babe.net is. Nobody knows whatever his site is. Yeah. And then, um, I was like, you know, and you all should be in a, oh, I was looking to see if there was a, an EIC. Right. There was no, there's no EIC there. So. <laughs> Don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's an EIC? Editor in chief. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that so is then, biz talk. Laura. That is biz talk. And the, so the one girl was like, uh, the one girl was like, I'm an editor. And so, and I, she's, she's like she's 17. The only editor. What? And then I was like, if you're doing EIC duties, make sure you're getting an EIC paycheck. Yeah. And he's the oh. only guy. She's, she, they're the only, reason why anyone knows what that shit is or that whole network is or mm-hmm. whatever so, so are two people really running that whole website yeah it's like an editor That's and like another writer nuts. girl and then they're i think they're in williamsburg <laughs> yeah is it still like drinks? a thing <clears throat> i don't know do they what i, do they post? I was gonna it. like i was actually like really considering reaching out to them and being like or to like the parent company and be like, I could actually do this better. And like, <laughs> you guys have a moment you can capitalize on right now if you want yeah. help. And then I didn't because I was like, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> but I almost you're, you're too busy. You had to get your garlic. But I right. like you like being kind of a, a shaman to those girls. Yeah, that's at least the, trying I to give like, them like a heads you up. You could like do a learning annex class. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> how to be a good whore, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> or how oh to like God. not let guys take credit for your work. Yeah, or just like get paid better. You know, yeah. like they're like they're obviously. I mean, they must have done amazing traffic that month. Oh, and I'm then, sure. But then they just like couldn't keep it up, which is well, a shame for there's them. There's only so many Aziz and sorry insult stories you can run with. They just <laughs> didn't put. I bet they just didn't put any like money into the site to like expand it which is such a stupid move and it was probably like that because like some like stupid straight guy was in charge and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing and he didn't want to like he's like oh it's doing fine on its own instead (laughs) of like evolving it and expanding this is probably you working at vice and it's probably the first time you've actually worked with straight men yes it's like i fell through the looking glass like i it was actually weirdly there was never any lesbians that worked at Bust or Jezebel while oh, I was there. Weird. So it was the first time I'd worked with straight men and lesbians. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's like that's its own crash course. Yeah. <laughs> Communication. It's uh <laughs> I, yeah. It's it's 
It's different. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. It's it's different. (laughs) That's what my ex-mother-in-law would say whenever, like, she didn't like something I had on or was doing Mm -hmm. or watching. So that's different. (laughs) It's not a compliment at all. Definitely not. It's different. I feel like you have a genuine love for babes. I feel like you've talked extensively about Anna Nicole Smith, mm. who you love. Yes. Cousin Shelly, I'm assuming. Oh my God, yes. I've tried to find her. I've tried to... <laughs> I, it's just... I got pretty far because really? I found out her name like... I don't know. This is like a Southern thing, I think. But uh-huh. like people are often called by their middle names and not their first names. Okay. And that's oh. so confusing. Yeah, yeah, that is confusing. And so she, it, her name was Michelle Cloud. But then I'm surprised her that the name on first her birth name is actually Anna or something like that. I'm surprised that the name on her birth certificate is not just Cousin Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was named, Cousin Shelly. We'll name her Cousin Shelly. <laughs> Cousin would be a good first name. Well, for the, for the readers that Cousin don't know. Cousin is such a good like Kardashian name with a K. Yeah, yeah. Cousin. 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 Yeah, or Cuz. Um, <laughs> for the readers that don't know, um, well, okay, so Anna Nicole Smith's show was iconic watching it i mean i watched it when it aired and i was like this is boring and now watching it as an adult i'm like this is the darkest shit i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah it actually it goes into shocking. the it's like in the hall of fame of darkest reality it's like shows. it's not even like funny really it's like just, oh i think it's hilarious. i mean it's hilarious. i mean actually it's bobby like Trendy, bobby brown yeah it's like re-watching that you're just like how the fuck like how did but, they do this? But it's fascinating. So cousin Shelly is like her hick, her hick cousin from blah, 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 Texas, who like comes in. Mahaya. 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 She has no teeth. She had like, she had like few teeth, right? Yeah. Like, and then Anna Nicole got her teeth and then she, she ruined like, them again, right? Yeah. Which I don't know how you do. Teeth are so expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And she just showed up on Anna's door, like begging to see her. And then they like went out to dinner. And then she actually gives Anna gives her Vicodin on camera. Yes. Which she, is wild. Yes. She's like, Oh, you you still got the stuff? And Anna's like, Yeah. And then hands it to her, like, not even <laughs> like low key. Low. Like oh, yeah. she's like kind of doing it on the table, but it's like she's like her eyes are shifty and she's right. you know. Right. I, and then they did an interview with her the next day where she was hungover. Cousin Shelly was hungover from the night before and she vomited on camera during her interview. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's great on a Christmas special. Oh, her Christmas special showing. So then they also had Anna's Christmas special. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's amazing. I watch it every year on the holidays. It's on YouTube. It's the whole show on YouTube. Yeah, her stuff is really accessible, I feel like. Season one is available on iTunes. For some reason... Season one and two, season three is not. There's a bunch of stuff that like got lost in forever. Like, wow. like there's it's just like that weird kind of like in between area. Of, like where pe- before mm-hmm. people were really like archiving stuff. Is Howard in jail today? I can't keep track. No, he's he in lives jail. in his parent at his parents' house, or that's where he was like after the trial. He no, he got he got off. Wow, there wow. was a trial. Do you think he killed Daniel? Um, by accident. Okay. <laughs> I think he killed him by accident. <laughs> what do you mean? How do you kill him by accident? I think he gave him a pill. Like he gave uh-huh. him like some meth. He's like, they were all just like pill heads. They were, they were, yeah. They were, they were like all pill they heads. They had a refrigerator. K- Kimmy, her yes. assistant Kimmy, who was just in love with her. 
I got in touch with Kimmy after Anna Nicole died, and she was like, please leave me alone. <laughs> oh, my God. No. How did you get in touch with Kimmy? I found her on MySpace. No. and Because no one was like, no one was trying to reach out to her. Like, yeah. Anna Nicole died, and it was like on CNN. Yeah, Remember yeah. there was like, it, it was, was like, a huge, huge deal. Huge deal. Like, I mean, yeah. God, I like, that's like, just like. The, the the biggest tragedy of it all is that she had her biggest moment when she dies. She didn't even get to experience it. I know. Like, well, she was she, really taken know. seriously. <laughs> yeah. What, you think she's haunting us? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, she's, oh, got yeah, some, I she's got some demons. Where yeah. her spirit is these days. It's if it crossed over. Or in Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or in, back in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. The yeah. Bahamas, Doctor's Hospital. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, her, her life took a turn i mean when she when you move to like the caribbean as a move like that's like amy winehouse that's moving like, to like where she moved to saint lucia or like whatever the it's bahamas called. they were trying to like they went to the place they researched where fathers don't have rights and then <gasps> they went there for her to give birth so that he larry could, burkhead wouldn't get like, yeah that's why it was such an ordeal yeah and larry, yeah. larry burkhead's gay right i think so yeah he looks it and, and <laughs> he is like friendly i think with the cast of vanderpump rules get out of town because really? really? i went i'm isn't I daniel went, lynn like 15 she well god she's i like mean 11. anna nicole died she's, in what 2007 mm-hmm. so yeah she's probably 11 or 12 she's probably gonna be 12 that's yeah. fuck i can't wait for daniel lynn to like take over i, I don't think i mean all right, I know she's just a child, so I'm about to talk shit on a kid. And it's not her fault, but yeah. I don't think she's like totally all there. Oh, I don't, really? I mean, like, I just remember she had cross eyes and then they had to she do did a surgery. And then they fixed it. Yeah. But, that's all because I mean, her mom was on drugs at the time was, she was pregnant. I mean, we saw that pregnant video of her in the, with the clown makeup, which was truly haunting. Do you Pre- think it's too soon to do that as a Halloween costume? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's been I 12 do. years. Yeah. It's too soon. No, it's like right on it's right time. right about time. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's perfect it. timing. I mean, I'll bleach my hair great, for that. Yeah. I will commit. Oh my would God. Would people yes. know who you were? The right yeah, ones Yeah, the right people. The right yes. ones would. All the gays would. I'll, I'll just meet so many friends that night. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You'll, you'll meet other <laughs> kindred spirits. like... Kindred spirits. Worth something <laughs> would know. Yeah. It's such an easy costume. It's so cheap. Yeah. I know. It's true. And then you love Mariah Carey. Um, yes, of course. Who yeah, is, I really who do. Is now opening up about her bipolar two disorder, which all I makes love. sense. Well, yeah, all of makes course, sense. all tracks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would. In a weird way, I was relieved to hear a diagnosis because I thought she was just famous. Yes, <laughs> which was its own disease. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Totally, it truly is though. Like, yeah. like, like when I've met really famous people, I'm like, there's something not right. Yeah, and it's like they're famous. Yes, that's what's not right. But she is actually. She has bipolar too, so it's a real thing. Yeah, and it makes sense because I remember when she had her meltdown, and people were like, "She's on drugs," and it's like, "No, she's not like that." Yeah, yeah. Like, and I always truly believed she's not like that. She yeah. doesn't do that. Yeah, I mean, she drinks. <laughs> yeah, she drinks, she but drinks. she's like not. She's not like a cokehead. No, yeah. not like a closet the, drug addict. Yeah, or something like, like I remember that. reading the the stories where like she was just like would never sleep. She'd never sleep. She's like, I, I'm just always awake. I'm always working. I never sleep, and it just makes so much sense that she was having like manic phases. Right. Mm. Totally. So when you were so when you were babying out in your twenties, and then you had a kid. Mm-hmm. At what? How old were you? Thirty two. What, what what was your feeling about that? Were you like ready spaghetti or? Uh, I don't know. Like I was married. Yeah. <laughs> but I like got when I was I got pregnant and then I was like I like took a pregnancy test and I was like fuck and then yeah. I was like wait I guess like 
it's not like a big deal. Like I could actually have it. Yeah. Like how old are you when you stop getting abortions? Yeah. 32. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like 30s sound yeah. about mm-hmm. where you're like, Lara. I mean, no, I would still get, I would still get an abortion. <laughs> I've had some me. since then. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, so you, how old is Una now? She's six. Oh, She's great. She's so cute. Thanks. Wait, do you have, do you have like parent friends? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be lonely than annoyed or bored, you know? Like yeah. I'm not interested yeah. in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, like what about your kids? Like, friend, like, like I'm sure Una has playdates now. Yeah, she's with, friends. Yeah. And then you have to talk to the parents of those kids. I I I do drop off playdates. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do let's hang. Yeah, um, her dad did that in yeah. the beginning, and like when they're at that age, when they're that young, that you can't leave them at someone's house. They don't even care about playing with someone. Like they're right. not interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just felt like whatever she like she goes to the playground and she does that. Like I have a nanny who like takes her and does that stuff. I'm not yeah. doing that. I yeah. know that sounds terrible no Maybe. i think i, I think just, it's it's not what i'm in, interested in I'm, yeah. i have to work yeah no it's true and i think you've spoken really honestly about like being a mom who still smokes pot and like whatever and i feel like like i feel like from my friends who have had kids i think there's only like two of them three of them um but there is such intense mommy shame like it is like the mommy blah, oh i don't even like, have to deal with that because i don't have I don't have mom friends. Yeah, no, but like even on the <laughs> internet, like these like well, yeah. Facebook groups that they're involved in. Kylie Jenner just got mommy shamed for going to Coachella. Oh, I'm going to Coachella tomorrow. Oh, well. <laughs> shame! Shame! How shame! Dare How dare you? What about the children? <laughs> what about the children? Yeah, I mean, it's like, but like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just so, it just seems so intense, right? Um, I just, I actually don't care. Yeah. I don't listen to it. Yeah. I don't believe, I think because I grew up Catholic, maybe I dealt with that kind of stuff a lot when I was growing up, like feeling like guilty or that things were bad. Mm-hmm. And then I just like reached a threshold with that and then nothing felt bad or guilty or shameful. And right. then like, but even though like I probably should have been ashamed right. at certain points, uh, so I think I've I've like have a good balance now. Yeah. But I mostly just don't I, I yeah. I don't listen to that kind of like stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have a healthy like when you do things that are like quote unquote wrong or whatever, I feel like you have a healthy like you metabolize them in a healthy way where you're like, Okay, that happened, like lol, like okay, <laughs> moving on, moving on. It's not like mm, you know what I mean? It's, I feel like yeah. I feel like what we've learned from this podcast is that like people have a lot of guilt and shame over their mistakes. And I feel like I feel like you truly are the originator of give no fucks. <laughs> like I feel like that's like a trademark for you. Like you know what I mean? I feel like you've just been like, like why dwell? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like keep it moving. <laughs> there were like terrible, like there were really embarrassing things that I've done like online, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I like it used to like kind of haunt me, like sc- like scandals from Jezebel or whatever, like things where like commenters would get mad, and those things like haunted me for a little bit. And um, now the links for those things don't work, so <laughs> Wait, really? it's like it never happened. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. It's like great. what scandals did you get in on Jezebel? Um, I mean like a rape joke once when I was uh, wasted, uh-huh, uh-huh. um, and someone filmed it and uh, okay. then. 
put it on the internet and then... I feel like if that happened today, it would have been like... Oof, I'm yeah. sure it was like World War Three. when it It was happened. bad at the time. That was before Twitter. Oh, um, wow. my God. But I thought... But I was so wasted. I was on a right. show where you were supposed to get drunk. And right. then I learned yeah. that I'm better just stoned. Like, <laughs> I should just only get stoned. Yeah. And I w- make way better jokes at that point than when I'm drunk. Like, none of my jokes even make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they make sense to you and only you. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. I know, but like it, things are so. I mean, we we mentioned so you've been publicly shamed that book, which I haven't read, but I think it's so interesting because, like, it is there's a lot about the Justine Sacco who went to yeah the Africa, you know, and her life got destroyed. And I remember I read an article from like Sam Biddle, I Gawker, who like was the one that broke the story, and he wrote this story that was so stupid. It was like you know I like met her and I actually feel kind of bad about ruining her life. It's crazy, <laughs> and you're just. That- yeah, and you're just oh like, shut the fuck up. It's literally like, like local journalist feels bad about destroying someone's life for clicks. It's like, duh. Oh. But it's just, I mean. He's been going through some stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess that all kind of catches up. I, do- I mean, it does. I mean, I feel bad for him in yeah. a way. But, uh, I mean, no, I do. I feel bad for him. He's like, <laughs> I, he's not going to listen to this. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately just email it to Sam Biddle. I'm like, to Sam Biddle. <laughs> love i mean you were like you were like there when all the gawker stuff went down right isn't it crazy to think that it's not around anymore i think it's i think it's scary that Um, it's not around anymore yeah i I mean but like honestly like being there it makes sense that it's not around and that like uh, because i remember like working at jezebel we would be like um we probably shouldn't like post pictures of women's vaginas and we there'd be like a whole like like Jezebel Gawker feud, it all there always existed, oh my and God. they were like super snooty, and they like thought who they were. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And they, like, you know, uh, just thought that we were, like, you know, cat blogs and, like, reality TV and, like, girl stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. and um, in, in, like, a shitty shithead way. And they ended up like fucking ruining themselves. Yeah. And, but I remember like there was like rivalry in that we didn't think it was cool that they would post pictures of naked women, like, yeah. or naked celebrities or celebrities getting out of cars. Like, we right. never did that. Like, yeah. when all that Britney stuff was happening, like, when she was having her meltdown, that was right around the time that Jezebel launched. And we, like, did refuse to publish any pictures yeah. of, like, her period. Remember when she would, like, walk around with her period yeah. stain showing and yeah. stuff like that? Because um, it was just so disgusting and, like, beating up on a woman uh, who's clearly going through some yeah shit. just like not i i don't know and it was just like it was gross and so um i think that uh there was definitely like a different attitude about like about uh celebrities privacy 
But mm-hmm. I think like the fappening thing really like changed everyone's minds. Yeah. Like for some reason that did it. Like that made people like wake up and see like, oh yeah, Wait, which like, thing? the when, fappening. The like when the, the when all those celebrities' naked pictures got leaked. Like, oh, like, on that really years was. Ago. I remember we like got into a fight with it with a guy you were dating at the time. Yeah, at, like, I was at dating this guy, and he. I was just saying like. I never looked at any of the photos because I was like, that's gross and it's wrong. It's like an invasion of privacy and like, I think it's wrong. And then he was like, I did like blah, blah, blah. Like, who cares? She took him. Like, whatever. Like, why, why do you take those photos? And I was just like, uh, like it was just a bad classic straight white guy. (laughs) (laughs) Being like, I don't understand something. (laughs) It doesn't affect me or relate to me. They're like, wait, I don't relate to this because it hasn't happened to me. And it never could. could. So therefore, I don't care. Why do I have to care about something that wouldn't happen to me or affect me? Like, it's literally like, them like grappling with something. Like, "Hmm?" Yeah, it doesn't compute. I think it might have to do with like being like, because I was listening to, I've gotten really into the Goop podcast this past oh, week. Really? And I listened to every competition? single episode. <laughs> Is it? No. Um, <laughs> kind of for Sex Unique, because we both release on Thursdays. <laughs> great, great minds think alike. Lol. But uh, they were, there was like a guy on today's episode, a, I guess a psychologist or something, had was talking about how men are conditioned like socially as boys to like around the time they're three and four, they stop like having like emotional or feeling type of reactions because they're just like conditioned to know that it's like to be a man means that you just like shut that off and yeah. you don't do it. So I feel like that probably ties in with like how men like or at least like straight white guys tend to like not experience the same amount of empathy that like women would for or gay men would for like a situation yeah that's like the fappening yeah Yeah. that totally makes sense it's just yeah it yeah it tracks (laughs) as they say (laughs) Uh, but i i tried to buy gawker back no (laughs) like i was trying to like privately raise money because like there was like a group of like a secret group of like former staffers and Gawker fans. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah, but, well, like, you know what? I actually did see that. Yeah, do we, whatever a, happened to that? They did a Kickstarter. They didn't raise enough money. <laughs> I, I was like, I went to a couple meetings about that, and yeah. um, I was like, I'm not trying to like preserve the archives because I think what they did was important. I see this as a business opportunity to buy a site that still gets a lot of traffic and like 10 years worth of IP. Yeah. And so I talked to some people and then ultimately, oh, and then I found out that like it didn't matter because uh, for the IP, because they had released all of the film and TV rights for every story to each writer Oh, um, oh. as part of like their contracts when they were that's, working there. That's nice. And I mean, so, as the writer, I'm like, that's, that's nice. Yeah. But then it was, was seemed worthless to me. So then yeah. I was like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And also they published, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They published naked pictures of me without my consent. What? When I was when? working there, I, when I was working there in like 2007. That's crazy. I know. Are you serious? I had completely blocked that out of my mind. Wait, like under what circumstances? So like when I first started working at Jezebel, I was like, um, I was like anonymous. I had this yeah. this uh, pen name, Slut Machine. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, That's a good one. Um, when I came like out as myself, yeah. they Nick Denton wanted me to do a photo shoot and I didn't want to do like a like a portrait session because yeah, that's yeah. what they used, he used to do with like writers they right. do portrait sessions and I didn't want to do that and so I did like a play on like um 
of celebrities like getting out of cars with no like panties on yeah. mm-hmm. um pictures like that and so but i put like a a wig on and i cut it so it's like a giant merkin right and so i did that and so i was like supposed to be like drunk vision. and wasted yeah and it was you know, kind of funny pictures yeah. but um the photographer who took them was like also like kind of a, a scumbag and he a um, scumbag photographer in brooklyn you mm-hmm. don't say yeah he and he like and he was like foreign but i forget like what kind of foreign he was like very like euro trashy uh-huh. he's, mm. he's probably not gonna listen to this and so <laughs> i'm like Emails, Euro know, like, trashy photographer. Euro Beth trash Ryan. is yeah. our top demographic. Yeah, yeah. So. We really bring in the Euro trash. Um, but there was like a, a shot that he wanted to do of me, like, um, like the car I'd use is like my my then boyfriend's like old ass Toyota Camry, and so like, it wasn't even like a like a nice car at all. And so he wanted to do a shot of me like lying on the ground, like in my like low cut top, like just kind of like acting like I'm like passed out and like yeah. they put like pills around me, whatever. And so, um, I was like lying there and I, I had had like two drinks mm-hmm. beforehand to like get loosened up. So I was like yeah. nervous. I was having my picture taken and then I was lying on the ground and he was like, Oh, hold on. And my eyes were closed and he was like, Oh, hold on one second. And he came over to me and went like that, like he flicked like my very low cut top anyway. And he, it was like, it was one of those tops where like, uh, you don't need a bra or mm-hmm. you can't wear a bra cause right. they'll see it. Yeah. And, um, and so he just like flicked and it was cotton and he just like flicked it over to the side and he, and he snapped and I was like, Hey, and I like put my thing back and I was like that, like I was like mad and I was like, yeah. I probably laughed nervously, but I was like, no. And I yeah. put my shirt back on my top back on and I didn't really think of it. And then we published the pictures, like the, the selects or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then about two months later, that guy like just decided because like, I don't know, I was like doing like well or getting a lot of like traction on the site um he decided to just publish that picture of my boob on his tumblr and then someone at gawker saw it and then they aggregated it and then they just put the picture on the fucking homepage. which my dad reads he would read gawker to have your own employer I was that. so that is twisted upset. sister though. And yeah. then I complained. Like yeah. I complained we didn't have HR at that time. <laughs> yeah. But I complained to yeah. Anna Holmes and I don't really remember what she said, but nothing was done about it and it was not removed. If somebody had done that to one of my employees, I would have ap- I would have been like Shirley McLean in yeah. terms of endearment. I would have been like screaming and pounding on like desks and like mm-hmm. freaking out. Like I, I mean, I do that advice sometimes and like they don't love it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're just leaning in. I am. <laughs> but like, yeah, they, they stayed, those pictures stayed up. So like, I'm kind of glad that like a lot of the pictures got deleted because I'm sure yeah. my boob pictures pictures gone yeah but um, that's but that's such a mind fuck to ha- i can't even fathom that I, I, they would do your, such mean shit. but your own employer yeah like doing revenge porn on you yes like and then i just took it because there's like your employer i was like no- oh this is the only job where i can write about women's issues online which was true, <laughs> true. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Ugh. also it's also crazy that you worked for a feminist blog that worked against things like that yeah and yet it happened within your own like employer that's just wild to me and it's also wild that you forgot about it yeah because it was just so normal and yeah. i was like oh so just like all right on to the next thing like yeah mm-hmm. i think what all this stuff like does is kind of 
brings up all those things that were normalized. And you're like, wait, that was kind of fucked up. Oh, yeah. Me Too goggles yeah. are like yeah. crazy looking yeah, back on thick. things. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. thick goggles. Yeah. Looking back, like everything seems fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, I, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. And which is crazy because I mostly just worked with straight women. Yeah. So, yeah like, I know. <laughs> you were like pretty much protected but like not <laughs> yeah in, not, like, yeah but not what was the movie that you were you like i saw you were tweeting or instagram like that movie that you watched that was fucked up were you was that you you were like posting sc- oh 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 uh the larry sanders show yeah was just i couldn't even after the first season i was like i can't watch any more of this oh this my god like, i got so into that show but I it was, is really like the way that they talk about uh, gay people and like make gay yes. jokes is and so about out women, of control. It's, yeah. And black people, it's wild going yeah. back and watching it. It's like because I remember loving that show. Like I think because I love Janine Garofalo mm-hmm. and I thought oh, she I was so her. cool and she's so good. And also I love Rip Taylor. Like yes, or not Rip Taylor. Rip 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 Torn. Rip Torn. Yeah, yeah. Rip, <laughs> Rip Taylor is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like love him and his life for him, but like I really, really love Rip Torn. <laughs> yeah. So it it. I remember it as being funny. I was very young when it came out. So, yeah. um, and then going back and watching, I was watching it because I got my face lasered off and I <laughs> called out from work. And so I had a lot of, by the way, time. you look incredible. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. You look great. Thanks. Wait, what is this? It's, we were texting about this. What was this procedure that you were having done? <laughs> cool sculpting. <laughs> <laughs> I got care credit for it. <laughs> so it's like I don't I don't have to pay for it right now. Yeah, of course I'll do it. That's amazing. So wait, um like what was the whole process like? Of uh, cool sculpting yeah. or my face lasers? Okay. Um or both. I've done so much okay. in the past <laughs> in the past month, I'm not even kidding you. Really? I've really done a lot. Yeah. Okay, I was so like, like it was time to like come out of like my winter cocoon. Yeah, yeah, of course. And get back on track. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. the cool sculpting is great. Like I, I haven't really seen the results yet. It takes like a month to start seeing them. Like okay. three, I, I started to see it a little bit after three mm-hmm. weeks, like just because I've not dieted or exercised at all. I'm like, huh, I'm looking like, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're just like slowly waiting yeah. for yourself to like piss all of it out. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like, my dreams are coming <laughs> true. Honestly. Um, they just like put this like film on you and then they have this like instrument and it just like, it sucks your fat in and it just kind of holds it there and then freezes it and it and then you just it gets really 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 cold and they put a blanket on you and then they set up a movie for you to watch it does it hurt no what movie did you watch um i I was watching netflix i watched um a show uh called i don't even remember what it was called i watched the whole thing it was (laughs) clearly it was um, was memorable (laughs) because i was there for like hours really yeah no well i did four treatments at one time Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to keep coming back so i just did them all oh wow is that recommended (laughs) i don't know i mean the lady recommended it i don't know if she knew what she was talking about they were it wasn't all in the same spot it was all on my stomach but it was like and it did not hurt one here one here no it didn't hurt at all it just was cold and they like make you feel really comfortable they like give you a blanket and it was like cozy yeah i want to do that yes do it yeah maybe i will (laughs) um is the feeling coming back no I mean, wait, yes. What? It's you can't. Feel- wait. No, you can't feel it. Wait, what? No, my my like skin. It's coming back. Like- oh, sorry. It's coming back like a little bit. But wait, what do you mean? It just is- goes completely numb because it's frozen. Wait, where is it? Where can you not feel? Oh, my stomach. Like my you can't skin. Feel- like I mean, it's starting to come back. Like if I pinch it, but like it feels like when I pinch it that I'm pinching it through like layers and layers of clothes instead of just. Is like, that weird? Jeans. Is that a weird feeling? Yeah, not- but I guess like I had that from a C-section, so uh-huh. like. I'm used to it. 
<laughs> and I feel like it's going to be worth it. So yeah. you're like, would I rather have feeling in my stomach or my stomach to be gone? Yeah. I would rather not have it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. And then what was the laser treatment like? I got Fraxel uh-huh. dual beam on my face uh-huh. and they did numbing cream for like an hour. So beforehand. So when I actually did it, I didn't feel it really like I could feel it like a little bit it wasn't intense like it I'm sure if you don't do that like you want to die yeah um and I could feel my face burning off like I could smell burning flesh when they were doing it I was like no. I was like this is so gross like <laughs> this is really gross um and then when I left there I looked really horrible like just so red and like it creates these like almost like graphs on your face like no. these like squares Ramona got it done oh on, yeah and then she went on that trip right? yes before it was fully done yeah so I yeah. took time off work yeah and <laughs> I did it on a Friday uh-huh. and then I had Friday Saturday Sunday and then it was Easter week uh-huh. and so I just decided to like work from home on Monday and Tuesday right and then I went back to work on Wednesday and I wasn't like great but I <laughs> was I could mask it a little right, better. Right. Because mm-hmm. your skin literally feels like sandpaper. It's very rough. And then it just falls off. It just sloughs oh. off. Oh my God. Like and when you're washing your face in the shower. Yeah. Like, like eventually. Yeah. But you have to be like really gentle with it at first. And then, yeah, it took about 10 days to go. And then my skin looked great for like a week straight and then i got eyebrow tattoos and then i wasn't allowed to get my face wet for 10 days and then oh i started to break out and i was like <gasps> i just like messed that up oh my god yeah well, you do look amazing thank you yeah. oh honey i feel I'm- like i'm fine it was ba- it was been a really rough april <laughs> it's been just in terms of like procedures and recovering from yes that. there's been a lot of recovery time and i like because i took that time off when i did yeah. my face i couldn't i didn't do that when i did my eyebrow tattoos and i actually wish that i'd reversed it because oh. i looked crazy <laughs> when really? i yeah after well, the eyebrow they, like tattoos. really really dark so and, like, dark yeah and so red and raised were and, people like, like what yes everybody everybody who i came face to face i almost went and got bangs and then I was like, I can't. no, don't make no, a bad situation no, worse. No, babe, babe, bangs are I re- a babe. I really do almost did it because I. But then I was like, why am I going to do that? Like, I think I've literally spent three thousand dollars on my forehead this month. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, I don't think here. I should do that. Yeah, uh, oh my God. but yeah, that was bad. But then I fi- yesterday was the first day I could get my face wet, and it felt so good. It oh, felt great. so good, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I love that you can get your face wet again. Mm-hmm. You're Just, back. You're doing yeah, like you're a back. spring zhuzh. I am, I know. yeah. Sad no one can see this. It's a podcast. <laughs> I know, I'm a face for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> Jesus. All right, should we go into reader mail? Yeah, let's do reader mail. All right. Dear Ryan and Laura. Ugh. God, that's a here troll. We, here we go again. Uh, first, it, <laughs> like, uh, hopefully that's like a lol yeah. troll. Yeah, hopefully they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also like, <laughs> I read this this morning and didn't catch this and was like, oh my God, this is so sweet. And now I'm reading it again and I'm like, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Dear Ryan and Laura, the past two weeks have been exceptionally rough for me. I had two kidney stones pass at 35 weeks pregnant oh, and then went into us. labor a few days later. Our daughter was delivered breech and prematurely via C-section and is thankfully healthy. Yay. Besides having problems gaining weight, she is 
She is currently in NICU learning how to eat and gaining weight to come home. The point of my email is not for a pity party. I've had plenty of solo ones, but to tell you both that this week's episode of Babe made me laugh for the first time in a week. There's been a lot of crying, a lot of my emotional side taking over, my rational thoughts, a lot of wondering at what point I'll feel not so shitty and helpless for my kid, but I really felt a release listening to Thoughty Lawlers on my way home from the hospital (laughs) yesterday. Anyways, thank you for this podcast. I just signed up to be a patron because I need more babe in my life. Aww, that's really nice. Is it weird that I hear stories like that and I get so jealous because I didn't come back from the hospital? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that it, you're okay to think that. I mean, like literally, like because like I hear birth trauma stories and then they're like, and honestly, it all worked out, and I'm like here being like, <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that. Well, it's okay. I'm bad that I think about it, but I don't know, but it's true. I mean, I, I was delivered wrong. <laughs> Wait, in what way was it wrong? Because I know you've talked about this before. I don't really don't actually like... know like the real logistics of it. I mm-hmm. just know that like it was a really bad birth. Was it a C-section? Yeah, it was a C-section. Okay. And I guess the doctors made some mistakes. <laughs> and yeah, that's You have a very good shaped head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> never thought about that, but... I guess I could I could totally have a weird shaped head, um, but yeah, like I was born blue, losing oxygen, mm. and I was in the ICU for like two months. It was like a TBD wow, affair. Were you premature? Mm-hmm. No, oh. I was on time, but not ready. The world was oh, not yeah. ready for me. So um, anyway, but I'm super happy that her child is going to be good, <laughs> and I'm really sorry for making this about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. No, but I hear stories. It's like weird because I think like when you're born different <laughs> and like you hear these stories of like it was a really tumultuous delivery and they were in the ICU but honestly miracle of miracles everything worked out okay and um I just clock that a lot I've mm-hmm. heard like throughout my life I've heard those stories a lot and I and you know anyway <laughs> okay <laughs> next <laughs> next I'm sorry I'm so- um hi babes so i'm currently binging your apps and recently listened to shannon and vicky i'm fucking done where you shared that email where the babe read her ex's emails for two years i literally lolled at that one then i realized i had a related babe moment i'm fucking done i fucked this dude at the ripe age of 18 a freshman at liberal arts college lol and when he dumped me for what was to be his future wife he was 22 a senior at our school i went full babe i tried to act all cool like oh no we just fuck i don't care etc etc but i actually did take care basically i was convinced i was hot and she was boring well i discovered her fashion blog and read it religiously awaiting her mention of her relationship this is how i found out they got engaged married and then eventually had a baby basically i've stalked this chick since the moment he dumped me mm, seven years ago (laughs) is this this (laughs) dody yeah basically i relate to this woman starting (laughs) starting with her blog but eventually moving to her instant twitter and we interact regularly on both fave each other's tweets etc i'm just one bottle of rose away from replying to one of her tweets and being like you know how i know you right or eskimo sisters Yeah. Wow. Anyway, this is normally an issue I'd tweet about, but obs that isn't an option. This whole like this whole podcast has made me realize just how like super sleuth women are mm-hmm. online about exes and stuff like that. It's powerful. Well, sometimes it's, powerful. it's interesting because for me, I've definitely had like obsessive moments online, and like it a lot of the times is like 
a way to like emotionally cut myself i've realized yes. like oh, yeah. 100% i'm like is. hey do i want to feel and it's actively like become like hey do i want to feel like shit right yes. now like i'm gonna go just like read my ex-boyfriend's entire twitter account mm-hmm. to the point that i left off last time mm-hmm. like yes four yeah. weeks ago and then i'm just like <laughs> wow i fucking hate him and i hate my life and then i just like am in a pity pissy mood so yes. i'm like really trying to not do those like moments anymore because it just like makes me enraged and I don't get anything out of it. Well, it considering took re- I took me therapy twice a week for a year to stop doing that. Really? I think that I stopped doing it. No, I not for a full year for like, like eight months. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. And yeah. You, no, and then I have you. never done that again. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I'm sure being the Nancy Drew that you are, I mean, if you can figure out tax leons against reality stars, I imagine what you could uncover with the next. Oh boyfriend. my God. Yeah, yeah. So much. But you just like get in this mode where you're like, it becomes like obsessive or it's like, I want to know. And I actively in the moment feel myself like feeling worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But then you're just like, well, now I know everything. It's 100% like cutting. Yeah. It's like you're, fe- you're doing it to feel even though it's just like feeling bad mm-hmm. like you're doing it like just like you get hurt but at least you know you can feel yeah like, or, or you're yeah con- exactly you're or feeling at something least you're, like controlling the hurt like yeah. you're yes. like you're somehow in charge of it and then you're gonna like administer it gives you this needed. false sense of control amongst the chaos i'm Although, fucking done i relate to this girl too because i have also though taken to it's not an ex um it's not an ex's girlfriend, but it's um, my friend's ex-friend, <laughs> who I was always like, she's a bitch. And then when they finally stopped being friends, I was like, finally. Um, oh, yeah. But I, for years now, years, I know everything that's going on in her life. And when I get into bed every night, I will check. I Well, I spend like an hour like getting into other people's business for like right before I go to bed, mm-hmm. like just like looking, see what's going on. I always check in on like what she's doing. I don't follow her, but I don't care wow. if she knows that I watch her Insta stories. And so, oh, I love that. That's very freeing. Mm-hmm. You don't it's care. Like, whatever. I mean, <laughs> you're on. lucky that I care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. But you develop a relationship. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, she's like, yeah, she has been installing a pool in her backyard. So, you know, of course, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You really become personal with that stuff. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Wow. And your, like, relationship to whoever it is that you're kind of, like, cyber stalking. I mean, for me it's like different shades like there's different categories of people that make me feel like certain ways but with exes mostly it's like a dnr for me oh by the way we talked about this last week about how i was sort of envious from afar of these like these boat gays that like live in venice and malibu that like they're just always like on a boat and they're just like always naked and just like hot and just like on a boat and i was just like confused but intrigued by them and (laughs) actually we got invited to the boat oh my yeah. yeah, well, because they're that's actual, like the secret you put actual, it out there. Like they're like friend. They're like we're like sort of friendly with them. Yeah, they're I'm not, friendly. Like, with they're them. not like Marlon. Oh yeah, Laura's friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're not like Marlon hi guys. Was, and I'm friends with one of the guys. So like they're not so removed. You're but- like my friends have not invited me on their boat. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got invited. That's the underneath. <laughs> It's amazing yeah, what you can accomplish with the podcast. Ryan got invited and then is not going on the boat. Well, because you're going out of town this weekend. I will go when you're back. I'm not going on the boat without you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this, this boat don't dock without you, honey. <laughs> um, what's the next one? Let's see. 
By the way, Shannon, I'm fucking done. Do I'm you like remember? Do you remember that? Like last season, that's all she would say. Yes. Fucking done. I'm yes. fucking done. I'm... She left a quiet woman, which I've always wanted to go to. Oh my god, we should go. We should go to a quiet woman. Yes. We really should. What is it like an hour from here? Or yeah, it's in Orange County. It'd have to be like a commitment, but I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. I was a quiet that. woman. It's the restaurant where Shannon lost her shit at Kelly. And Kelly just hangs up. They both just kind of. I think they they've been there often on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's in their neighborhood. It's mm-hmm. in Kelly's. Kelly and Shannon lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. She it's where it's where Shannon threw a plate of food. Yeah. That wasn't her food. That wasn't her food. Yeah, because she ate her food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember her personal trainer who was so mean to her? And you know he's not like he's not certified. Like he's not real. No, he has a me too thing. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. He was cruel to her in he such was an insane such a way. Jerk. Yeah, he was such a when jerk. When she took her shirt off and he was like, oh. <laughs> I know. That's what that's what Tracy Anderson said to Gwyneth. Remember when Gwyneth remember when Tracy Anderson was like, when I saw Gwyneth naked, I was like, You've gotta be kidding me. This is bad. I can't even imagine because she just has seemed very thin her whole life to me. Yeah. Gwyneth is She's been- very thin, but she has this body that's like oh, insane. Like the holes. her like like you see her in person and she looks just like she looks regular. Like you wouldn't say like, oh my God, she's so thin. Cause you know, a lot of famous people, you see them and you're like, oh my God, that's a stick figure. Yeah. Like, but Gwyneth looks just like regular, but then you know that she is actually celebrity level thin, but it's just the way her muscles have been toned by that Tracy Anderson workout. That's like, uh. it's otherworldly. But like, she never looked bad. Like Tracy Anderson being like, I saw her naked and it was scary is such a reach and so insane. Yeah. Well, Tracy, what would she do if Tracy she has me? thoughts. And Tracy has feedback. Tracy's scary. <laughs> Tracy's a big. Tracy's scary Tracy with a Y, that one. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live for Tracy Anderson, though. They're, she and Gwyneth had, like, a very short-lived web series for a minute. Did they? Yeah, where they wow. would, like, interview people and, like, try. Oh, it wasn't and, even, like, like, workout? Oh, wait, like, weren't they trying to be stuff? funny? No, it no. was, like, trying to, like... <laughs> empathize with oh. like normies but oh. you could tell that they like That's didn't so really understand <laughs> well they realized they couldn't and that was the end of the web series but she was just in a headline recently Tracy Anderson really like I was like well, she's on page six right now like <laughs> wow. why oh she's always like around yeah <laughs> I she live is. for Tracy Anderson like just her video like she has a lot of videos on YouTube like workout videos psychotic. and like arm videos she's like just do it this for like four hours like, literally it's, like, and four, four hours. have you ever taken a class of hers one of the <laughs> Tracy Anderson method classes <laughs> they're amazing because I've never been in another workout class like this but the instructors don't speak so oh. you just go in well, I like that they don't even say like the class is starting <laughs> they just like put, they turn on music and then get in the front and then they just do movements and you're supposed to know how to do the movements and like you have to like follow them and they, they don't even say like okay we're gonna like turn to six. they just turn and then everyone else turn like it's, it's the most well, confusing to be involved it's like a cult you have to go like every day you have to like to, to understand it you have to go two hours a day no three or four sometimes they recommend 
No, I think it's like two. Two hours a day. Two is a lot. That's, That's a lot. I mean, especially in LA. Much. Like, I'm yeah. in the car so much <laughs> here. It's wild. Well, you also mm. always stay downtown and work in Venice, which is a thing that you do that I've always been perplexed by. Because I like downtown. Do, I know, I know, but you've literally just picked the opposite ends of the earth. Because is the I, traffic insane getting back and forth? Awful. But then I'm going literally in the like the worst direction of traffic in the morning and evening. I know. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. To get I soothed. just don't. I don't want to stay on the west side unless yeah, I can stay in a place where it's to my liking, and yeah. they won't pay for me to do that. Place, <laughs> they will fair not enough. pony up for me to stay at the Ritz what, or the Viceroy. So. Where are they? Where where they make you stay? Like the like I don't know Jamaica Bay Inn or something like that. What? I'm not interested in. But that. they'll pay for the Ace. Yeah, because it's like probably the same amount of money, oh. but because the Ace is so far, it's like not yeah. that expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. All right. Cool. Um, what else do we have? Dear Lara and Ryan, it goes without saying that I absolutely adore the pod and love seeing a new episode appear in my podcast queue each week. I'm writing because I'm facing a real moral dilemma after making some pretty questionable babe decisions this past weekend. Apologies for the small novel that lies ahead. Here's the backstory. In January, I started dating a physician. Oh, in January, I started a physician assistant program and quickly developed a very small, tight knit group of Lawler friends who I'm with from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed Sheep. since we're in school all day. Love. Think the opposite of new girl. Three girls and one guy with weird sexual tension among everyone. Oh, the oh, guy. Oh, like a- interesting. Okay. Let's call him Luke. And one of the girls, dubbed Jenna, lived together and started hooking up pretty early in the semester. And it is a well known fact to our entire class that jenna really likes luke after about a month of hooking up they're hooking up what do you mean luke decided that he didn't want to be sleeping with his roommate slash classmate for obvious reasons and decided to end things cut to this weekend we're all out celebrating our hard work from the previous week and jenna pulls me aside to tell me that she and luke hooked up on friday again clearly very excited as the celebrations continue, we all get drunker. Jenna leaves to go home. Now it's me, Luke, the fourth friend in our quad clique, who is not nearly as drunk as us. This is where my drunk babe enters the picture. As I text Luke from across the table, wanna fuck? To which he replied, what? you read my mind. Uh, uh, we went wait. We went to dinner with our fourth friend who proceeded to take back take us back to my apartment before leaving Luke and I to have the craziest, hottest sex I've ever had. And I've had a lot of crazy hot sex. We were extremely sexually compatible, which is something he had said was not the case with Jenna and him. <gasps> Anyways. Wow. Sorry, Jenna. Having- Sorry, Jenna. Sorry about it. Oh, fantastic wow. morning sex. We agreed we could continue our clandestine affair. And I took him back to his apartment. Jenna led us into the apartment and she was quite frigid, which is not usual for her. Cue instant internal anxiety attack jenna assured me later in the day that she was upset due to some family drama and was not upset with me but of course she doesn't know what ensued the night before i think is it completely babe of me to want to keep up this insanely hot secret sex with my best friend i wouldn't say that i like luke in that way nor do i care if he continues to sleep (laughs) with jenna (laughs) but i know it would crush her if she knew i'm loving the thrill of keeping a secret like this but i'm also extremely anxious that there could be we could be discovered. Plus I've always prided myself on being a very loyal friend. He and I have discussed all of this ad nauseum and we're on the same page, but we both agree that Saturday night was too good not to continue. Need help and clarity. Sending thoughts and prayers to babes everywhere. This is like, this is like crazy anatomy. It's like literally like 
Like it's just called like literally like we're bored and we work so much that yeah. we need like we need a release. Well, they can't. I mean, I think that that's they such a difficult no... place Wait, to be in college. In, they're in physician assistant program. Yeah, so it's probably like they don't get out much outside of their. So this is like what they have to work with. Okay. So. I'm confused because literally she was like, the sex is amazing, but also I don't care if it continues and I don't like him. I was like really confused by that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, I get like... I don't think this is... I mean, she's I don't gonna... Think... Jenna knows. Jenna knows, okay? Because yeah. I, t- I told her. I how... told her. <laughs> she knows. I don't think... I don't see how Jenna could not know because yeah. if you spent the night Jenna together knows. and then you dropped him off at the house the next day, I'd be like, you guys fuck. <laughs> what if our yeah. next email is from Jenna? <laughs> she's I like, hope okay, Jenna guys, there's it. some problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think my friend... I think my friend... That I've been yeah. fucking, I don't I like. know. My friend's been hanging out without me. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> um, I think... I think no. I think that this can only end badly. Unless you want to have like group sex, in which case he's gonna fuck that third girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's yeah. just working through. Then, then the that's group. the next. The next one's Jenna. Then the other one's the third girl. Being like, why is no one fucking me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're gonna. They're gonna have sex. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, don't I don't know. It just seems like someone's gonna find it's kind out. Kind of mean to your friend, but like, if you are really just like situational friends, then it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, are these like your best friends and like? Because I also got a little, I'm like, okay, how loyal of a friend are you if you're literally like the day after your friend Jenna fucks this guy, you're like, hey, want to fuck? Like, yeah. I know you're drunk, but it also, yeah, like, you weren't, you weren't drunk enough. Like, I mean, you were still texting, like right. you were forming sentences and right. you were able to type and unlock your phone and yeah. stuff. Like you weren't that drunk. So you were sober. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I think it's a recipe for disaster, but also I know that you're bored and horny and working on your wood program. So, and I it's think- like, what's done is done. Uh-huh. Now, once, what so. it wants. You actually, yeah, you're right. What's done is done, so you want as well keep fucking in my guess. I don't know. Although there's always such a like, oh, one time we were drunk, and then multiple times. Well, I mean, yeah, but if I if I was in Jenna's shoes and I found out, which I actually, I've not been necessarily in Jenna's shoes, but I had these friends in college where like my best guy friend at the time and then this chick that I knew that had moved to Chicago for the summer they started hooking up, but like secretly because I guess she had a boyfriend living back in Oklahoma. And I kept being like, I know you guys are hooking up. Like, are is what's going on between the two of you? And they denied it to me for months and then like lied to me about it. And that made me feel, I really hated it's that. Very Brenda Kelly Dillon. It is. It's classic Brenda Kelly Dillon. Yeah. And it's just Dylan weird. It's like, Kelly. why would you? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh well, I didn't with your projects. It, but good luck. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> See, we give really good advice here. You know that? Yeah, it's like it's, it's up to you. Is- yeah. <laughs> I mean, do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's not up to us. Let us know. Well, <laughs> <yeah. you> decide. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, it is her decision. If the sex is really, it's hard when you have someone where the sex is just like so insane that you just like want to keep yeah. it going for yeah. as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. First, I wanted to say thank you so much for this incredibly soothing law of a podcast. Babe has played a key role in uplifting me in my darkest hours, and I'm forever grateful. Lara, I'm particularly grateful for your openness regarding sexual assault trauma. Our coping skills in this terrible area are very similar, and that alone has felt very reassuring. Anyways, uh, on to the babe of it all. I love a pivot. That's literally all we talk about. We're like, rape, anyways. Like, <laughs> Real Housewives of New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I recently decided to lean into my true desires, re straight men. Basically, I'm living my truest, sluttiest life, and men are all just walking dildos to me. Likewise, straight bros have a weird relationship to me in that they tend to divulge their deepest darkness to me. So it's like being in a sexy, emotional support dog, which is clearly the role I was born to play. So cut to Saturday. I'm vaguely hungover and trapped inside because Toronto is enduring a springtime ice storm. I decide to, I decide to eventually, Oh wait, I decide to soothe my boredom by texting Jacob, a skater boy from Tinder who I've yet to meet IRL. Jacob and I banter all day. I bring the lols, he brings the ego and sexual energy until eventually we decide that he's going to bring me a pizza at 12 a.m. But twist, I open my door to receive my za and I'm stunned to realize that this is a completely different Jacob. This is the Jacob that I engaged with on Tinder about two years ago and things fizzled before we ever came face to face. I decided to keep my truly lol blunder to myself and we proceed to eat pizza, watch Sex in the City and dry hump. Biggest mm. twist of all, when asked who he's most attracted to on Sex in the City, he answered, Bunny. <laughs> Wait. Wait. He claims Trey's mom? Yeah. He claims he's never been attracted to the elderly before, but that Bunny seems to have the strongest personality of everyone involved. Very (laughs) TBD on Jacob 2.0. She's elegant. She is elegant. She has a nice little ribbon in her hair. Yes. I feel Um, that this could have been a babe, but I'm a very babe place in my life. So now it's a babe. So now a babe. I'm telling you, it's like choose your own babe. Like literally, like you can, you can, you are the power of your mind to turn anything into a babe. Babe. I'm obsessed with him saying bunny. That's something I've never Yeah, heard that before. would not necessarily, like, I wouldn't love that if someone said that, but... Um, I'd be like, hmm. I would be like, interesting. I know. Well, I would be like, oh, I mean, just because, like, I'm a little bit sensitive about getting older. Yeah. So I would be like... And I almost only have sex with younger guys now, and that's just, like, happened. It's not, like, by cho- by yeah. design. It's mm-hmm. just by default. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> I would be like, oh, my God, he's, like, only into, like, older ladies, and oh, that would make uh-huh, me feel really self conscious. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But if I was younger, I probably wouldn't think about it. I would just be like, "That's weird." But also, I love that you like would ever equate your age with bunnies. <laughs> I <laughs> Bunny. feel like that sometimes. Bunny no. is like a legitimate like. She's like seventy nine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but people that are twenty five <laughs> think that anyone over thirty two <laughs> is the same. <laughs> They're like, it's actually fair. Yeah, I kind of feel like being twenty five and I remember like thinking 32, 39, same different. Like yeah, yeah like yeah. Whatever. yeah. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. It's weird to think that, like, God willing, we all, like, will be in our 50s someday. We're just going to be <laughs> well, like, oh, my God, I'm, yeah, like, 53. I won't look like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Yeah, if things are going well, I'll just, like, reach <laughs> What if we're still doing babe? Stay. Kill me. We're, like, 51. We're, like, did you babe out this week? We're, like, well, I've got the knee problems. So, that's a babe. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take, I, my erection doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. What you would just go on medication though, right? Yeah, you would I'd just take a pill. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had to take that yet, but I'm really into doing it. It's going to happen soon. I'm not scared of like doing things that you have to do when you get older. In that yeah, sense. exactly. Take a pill. I'd, I'd slough off my face. Cold. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm open to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love that. Okay, who's our babe of the week? We said that we would like let people nominate them, but then I also don't think we got any nominations. <laughs> we didn't. Or did we? We did get one. Hi, Lauren Ryan, longtime Lawler and Ryan O'Connell fan since the Thought Catalog days. Pre-ordered oh. and read. I'm special. We're friends on Snapchat, etc. Lara, the I have podcast. Snapchat? 
You do because you sent this guy a Snapchat. I did in this email. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Wait, you? Can- oh, I used to have like weird nude like sex sections. I yeah, I used to keep it interesting on Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat was like <laughs> with like so- just like one on one combos. Snapchat was like slut chat. No, I would just no because no one that I really knew had Snapchat or followed me. No one in my family for sure, and yeah. so I would just like do like nude shots or yeah. like oh, like I would always, panties. I would always send nudes. Is it a nude? No. <laughs> It's okay. just a picture of you looking stoned, and it says, <laughs> I love ya. <laughs> <laughs> On my, brand. My Snapchat life was dark. Okay, go ahead. Um, Lara, the podcast has made me fall in love with you, too. <laughs> probably even more than Ryan. She um, said, you said that? Anyways. Oh! Like any self-respecting wow. homo in 2018, I was recently cruising for a dick appointment on Grinder and found the most babe profile I've ever seen. <laughs> I was truly darked out and knew immediately I needed to share this with my fave podcasters via reader mail, saying my daily prayers for this person in their unclear journey. <laughs> Screenshot attached with bonus Snapchat Ryan sent me once. This guy, oh, okay, so this Grinder babe's bio is hashtag thinning with a little emoji of a chart going down. What? And he says his highest weight, oh, his calorie count for April 7th is of 9.52 a.m. was 410. Why is he do- putting that on Grinder? I don't know. that's pretty early in the day. Wait, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> early in the day. Yeah, that's like 9, 8. That's fine. I don't really That's like breakfast, noon. right? Yeah, yeah, but I guess he's just holding himself accountable. I don't know. I'm I don't know if anyone told him that Grinder isn't a weight loss app. Yeah. Has his highest weight 333 pounds, current weight 170.4, goal weight 160, goal weight number 2 150. What? what? Ultimate goal weight 140. Oh my god. That's too thin. Is this? That's he too is thin. like I didn't know that is gay guys like had like do gay guys have like Anna communities? I'm sure they do. Lara. <laughs> <laughs> do they? I, yeah, of course I'm they not do. Anorexia, it. I think anorexia and gay men, God, gay men have so many body issues. Well, yeah, I know they have body issues. I'm but not I didn't know asking about, commu- about body yeah, issues. Community. I'm asking I'm about sure their community. Like, because yeah. I used to, one of my favorite pastimes was like going and finding like Anna communities on yeah. Tumblr and I like on the internet. Oh it's my, my favorite. God. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. like a th- when I learned about them when I was at Jesuit. Remember Anna's song, Silver Chair? Please Diane. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? He so he, there it's 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's I, I feel like it's like less common. Mm-hmm. And then I guess to be gay on top of it and be anorexic, it's like I mean I feel like gay men are really marginalized more prone to Maybe you need the community. Eating disorders. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe know. he's trying to start a community. I just think that, like, who thinks that's sexy? I thought Grinder is for fucking. Yeah. yeah, I'm confused about that. Like, you're just supposed to probably, like maybe he he's connecting. Maybe he's connecting with other like-minded. Like, there's like an Anna community that's on Grinder amongst gay men, and this is how they like hold each other wow. accountable. Because like, <laughs> I you can't really do that on the internet anymore, right? Like, it gets flagged or yeah. like yeah. taken down by stuff. So yeah. I'm sure Reddit has a lot of like Anna forums and stuff like that. I don't know. They've been like policing hardcore. Yeah. Like oh. it's not. I've not easy. heard about it in a, yeah. a long time. Well, did they fuck or not? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Maybe it's like one of those things where like he feels fat all the time and 
he just feels like he has to list his current weight and what his goal weight is. Because I know that, like, I think that in my head, like, with dating apps. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to put something, like, a picture where I look, like, really good, where I don't look like myself. Because, right. like, I don't want people's faces to fall when I they see me. That's a, the thing I've never understood is, like, people putting photos that don't represent them. Because I'm like, don't you understand that when they see you, they're going to know that you're a liar and the yeah. date is already off to a bad start. So he's just trying to get ahead of the curve. Yeah. He's also, his height is 5'7". So I don't think oh. that his goal oh. weights are like that. Oh, insane. yeah, Actually, they're that, not. That tracks. 5'7", five, five, seven, five, is too short. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> <laughs> that's the real problem. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're anorexia, your body disorder. No, it's you're too short. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lol. You're like, stop focusing on your body and stop focusing on your height. Yeah. <laughs> Misdirected. Um, um, okay. So, babe of, the week. babe of the week. Uh, I, I guess myself. I have no choice. <laughs> that's mine, too. The, the wild, wild country thing I have The no... wild, wild country thing haunts me to this very moment. And it's shaken. It's shaken me. That and the dog flip out, which we didn't. I feel like we didn't get to devote enough time to that. But I think think we we lived there. That and then the announcement of moving to Atwater Village without having bought any sort of real estate (laughs) in Atwater Village, and then planning the move to Atwater Village, where he was like, "Well, when I moved there, like so and so can move in in my apartment." I was like, "What's happening?" It threw me into a tailspin. I'm on birth control, so I'm feeling hormonal and crazy. And then Ryan acted. Ryan did a trifecta of crazy. You put the you put the troll in birth control, honey. I'll tell you that. Ryan's trifecta of babe behavior really made me question who he is and do I know him really? So Snooze. yeah, you're my babe of the week. Lol. All right. All that's right. a wrap. Well, that's okay. it. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, you for coming on, honey. Guest. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This yeah, is so exciting. Duh. It's super fun. <laughs> I love it. Making the podcast rounds. Mm-hmm. Love, love. All right, guys. All well, right. Oh, um, donate to our Patreon. Cause this shit ain't free. <laughs> Well, it is free. It is free. It's totally free. Um, but but if you want to, donate $5. Yeah, you can go to www.patreon.com slash babepodcast and follow us on Instagram at babepodcast and write us an email. Yeah. Babepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. It's the... Co- oh, and oh, did you enjoy our thoughty pictures that we posted? I forgot. We posted nudes. Yeah. Online. I did. I liked them both. You did? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, feel like I haven't were, taken any thoughty pictures this week, but hopefully. I feel like they were well received. I could definitely post another picture of my ass, but who knows? Ryan. Do you not all... get in trouble for butt pictures? No. A guy's ass is so like, in effect, it's so crazy because guy's asses are so sexual to me, but society <laughs> treats them as like lols. Like they're like, oh, it's like, oh, a guy's butt. It's a butt, silly uh-huh. thing. And I'm like, wait, are you kidding me? A guy's butt is like fucking pornographic nirvana for me <laughs> it's like i would literally like jer- i jerk off to butts all the time just butts that's all i care about is butts so people treat it as a law and i'm like you can take your law and i'm i'm grateful for it wow. because you can just show your butt on instagram no one cares my wow. post got one more like than your post did thank god wait I love that one? you just did the analytics you are so on that. tom petty <laughs> Oh, I needed that. God. I needed that. Wow. Wait, you guys, please go to the polls immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think my ass looked really good in that photo. It did it look did. good. It yeah. Did. I have a really nice butt. You have I a nice do. butt. Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. On that note, we got to go. No, your ass. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 